0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Burn the Bones Radio. It's uh, your host here, Mike Milani, aka the Majestic Bearded Eagle. Y'all probably get tired of hearing me say that. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to hop on here real quick. This morning is probably going to be a bit of an abbreviated time together. Um, but uh, being that it's Sunday morning, and uh, I was trying to think about like what what could I share, what could we talk about, and I, I came to the very kind of real. Um, awareness or realization if you will that man I am just really really tired and I I want this to be uh, just as plain and as real talk as we can have right now Um, not all the silly radio host stuff I do during the week but I'm tired and I'm tired physically but I'm also very very emotionally and psychologically and spiritually just drained I need rest And what I want to talk about today is uh, not not just physical rest, uh, you know, at my house it's at a premium as well, but um, just this sort of realization that there's a rest I can have in God's presence and a rest that He desires to share with me and provide for me um, and that it will give me a level, and all of y'all that are listening to this will give you a level of peace and of comfort and of grace and an experience of closeness to God that Uh, you probably don't get on a daily basis, uh, but if we seek Him out uh, in the right frame of mind, with the right uh, tools, we can absolutely experience the kind of rest that will rejuvenate our spirits, that will give us uh, the energy and the endurance to kind of continue on this path. You know, the Bible talks about uh, our life is a race, but it's not a sprint, it's definitely a marathon. And uh, and right now it feels like it's an uphill marathon. Uh, But even when we get on the other side of this pandemic, we we aren't done with our race. Uh, we need to continue running. So we're def- definitely, I for sure, I don't want to speak for any of you guys. I am definitely in need of some rest, some renewal, some rejuvenation. And uh, so I just want to talk about that a little bit this morning. Uh, it's really important, I think, that we kind of realize what it looks like to fully rest in the Lord, right? What we can expect, what we shouldn't expect, how we should go about it versus how we probably typically go about it. Um, you know biblically it's always a great place to start in the Bible and see exactly what it says about this particular subject. We see a lot of talk of renewal, a lot of promises God has made as far as renewing our spirit, uh, giving us the kind of rejuvenation, the energy the endurance, the peace, the comfort all these things that we desire and I imagine right now we all really, really desire um and but let's just a couple of these verses that i've jotted down here real quick Isaiah forty uh, verses thirty and thirty one. I'm doing readers digest versions of all of these. It says uh you know, put our hope in the Lord, if we put our hope in the Lord, we will receive renewal. I and mean, we think about hope, what are some synonyms there? We could say we put our trust we put our, all of our confidences in him. We understand that he is going to do everything. He's going to keep everything, keep us in his presence, wrap us up in his arms. But we have to do that. we got to give it all to him, and he promises us uh, renewal. Romans 12, uh, verse 2 tells us that Christ's transformative power will renew our very minds. So it's not just an effort to conform to kind of a checklist or a standard we feel like God's put in front of us. It is submitting everything to Him, surrendering all of our will and everything that we think we know about our plans for our life or who we're supposed to be and allowing God's power to change us. And we see here, it's, He promises that it will. You will receive a renewal and a refreshing of your mind into something different. You'll know, something. The old self will go away and you'll be something new, right? Um, Psalm 51, uh, verse 10 through 12, we see the psalmist sort of petitioning, sort of crying out to God. Say, hey, I, I need you to renew in me a steadfast spirit and restore to me your joy. And he makes a very good um, delineation here. And I hope we see this and I, I need to recognize this and I hope you all recognize this too. Is He's crying out this way because he realizes he cannot... Accomplish those things by himself. I cannot, you know, have the steadfast spirit all of my own wisdom and my own understanding of who I am and what God's place is in my life. I don't want there's no doing that outside of God. Um, I can't have a full and real expression of joy um, on my own of just my own trying to accomplish that with my own efforts, my own deeds, my own works, my own words. I can't do that. So he's crying out to God saying, I, I want these things. And I know you desire these things for my life. Uh, but I need you to renew them and restore them to me because I cannot do it. Matthew eleven twenty nine, we we see him one of the famous verses where he talks about, you know, uh, he promises rest for the souls who learn his ways and follow them. And specifically he says, come bear my yoke. So that's another thing we want to make sure we... we understand and we recognize and we we see that god's not saying i'm going to take all the burdens and all the things and everything's going to go away and you're only going to have joy and rejuvenation and refreshment that's it nothing else he's saying no there's burdens to be uh you know bore i i bore your burdens and i'm seeking to see you be a tangible means of migration to the world around you. But if you do it with me, you walk alongside with me, you put all that nonsense you've been carrying around down and just put my yoke on, it's light and it's easy and I'll bear most of the weight and you can just walk alongside me. Uh, For those of you who may not know what a yoke is, it is a big kind of a harness uh, that you would put over a couple of oxen and you would strap a uh, plow to it back in you know the time of jesus, and then the the ox would work together to pull this plow through a field to till the fields you could uh, you know plant your seeds and grow your crops. Um, uh, so it's kind of the step one of uh, discipleship. I'm getting off on a tangent here, but that's what that looks like. You walk alongside Jesus. He he bears the brunt of the weight and the strength, and you just lean into him. And together you go through life, sowing seeds and, and planting seeds and sharing who Jesus is, right? Um, and you can't do that alone. If you ever saw an ox wearing just one ox and a two yaks, uh, yoke, it would not be able to pull it effectively. And it wouldn't be straight. and Maybe it could actually pull the, the plow, but it would, it would go all kinds of different directions and it would not be fruitful and eventually it would wear out. and It would not be able to do it anymore. Um, so real rest, real renewal, are things that are promised by God, right? And I think what's important for us to understand is what that looks like. Uh, it's important we recognize that it's something that that we need, that uh, that God desires for our lives, but it's not something that we can achieve outside of seeking Him fully, okay? And seeking Him to, to do this for us, to renew us, to, to, to give us this thing that our reconciliation to the Father, and in that give us our strength and our comfort back, right? Uh, we can't do that on our own. We can't bring our own plans and our own wisdom and our own... Whatever, uh, and be like, this is how I'm gonna have a full spirit. This is how I'm gonna experience God's grace is These things I've come up with. Um, A lot of times, I'll just speak for myself. I will go to God with, like, here's here's the plan. I came together, uh, God, but I have a couple of blanks here. If you could fill these in, man, I'll have so much grace. And what God desires for me to do is to put that down, come to Him with empty hands and and a heart just desiring Him and desiring His will. And in that. God will fill us up. God will give us the direction. God will give us the energy and the endurance to go on that path, and he'll comfort us and be along with us the entire way. Um, So what does his rest and his renewal look like? It's a couple of things for sure. Um, First and foremost, it is an assurance, right? It's a confidence that he is always with us, that he is there when we need him at all times. He's never going to leave us, and he wants to bear these burdens. He wants to be our strength and our comfort, right? Um, It's also a recognition that his ways are far better than our own ways. His thoughts are way better than our own thoughts. I I talked the other day about Lofty by Propaganda, which is a song that leans into uh, Psalm 139, which is where that kind of thought and that verse comes from. And they talk about... um, you know, the the psalmist is saying, I, Why would I ever try and think? My thoughts are nowhere near as great as your thoughts. Um, there's nowhere I can go where I can escape your grace and your providence. Um, your way is better than my way. I just need to stop. I just need to trust you. You're the one that's going to get me through all this, right? Um, and it starts, I think, for me, again, I won't put words or, or ideas in anybody's mouth, but it starts for me with a surrender, surrendering to that knowledge. Um, admitting aloud even that I don't have the plans I don't have the thoughts I don't have the energy to do this on my own uh, but also right alongside that clinging on to the truth that I don't have to that I don't have to be wise and I don't have to be strong and I don't have to be um, energetic and fun and lively and refreshed and rejuvenated all the time I just need to go to the one who holds all that who holds me in his hands and he will be the one that gives me all the strength and direction to go and, and how to use these gifts that he's given me. I don't have to try and muster all this up by myself. It's in doing that that I find myself in the state I'm at right now. And maybe you can recognize that too. You can look back over the past few weeks and be like, man, I am exhausted. I am really worn out. And it's because I've continued to try and kind of rack my brain and rack my very soul to come up with an effective plan and an effective uh, walk that's gonna help me have the energy to kind of persevere. We're we're never gonna be able to muster that up on our own and that's because we were never designed to. We were designed to fully you know, uh need God to fully need him uh, to for all of our needs. He is all sufficient. We are the ones that need to lean into that, okay so um again, maybe I'm preaching a little bit much here, but this is where my heart ached this morning, and I feel like in this season for all of us, a little bit of this ache is gonna resonate with some of you guys that listen uh, to my podcast this morning. Um, there should be a great deal of comfort, really. That comes with the awareness that we don 't have to have all the things all the strength, wisdom, grace, power, thoughts, all that stuff that that should be a relief um, because it 's not like that awareness stops there. it continues on with the awareness that we know where to go to find it, okay um, God desires to bear our burdens, and he 's demonstrated that on the cross and, you know here we are a week out from Easter, but that was not the one and only example. Of how far His love goes and how deep His desire is to, to to bear the things that we suffer with alongside us, it's it's always there. He's always going to be there for us. Um, I wanted to kind of end today, like I said, this will be a, a much shorter episode. Maybe more people will listen. Yuck, yuck, yuck. But um, I wanted to talk about maybe just a simple practice we could start with. Maybe this week. Maybe I'll do a series, and every Sunday we'll kind of lean into a different practice. But what's a thing we could do? that kind of uh, creates this atmosphere of surrender and submission and seeking God's presence fully with no earmarks, with no asterisks. I'm bringing nothing to the table but a willing spirit uh, and I love for you, God, and I can—I just want to see where you've got uh, me headed, and, and I need you to give me the energy to get there, and give me the comfort and the confidence that you're going to go there with me, right? What are some things we can do to kind of endear us to, to that awareness, to that thought? And uh, I want to start with prayer, uh, but I want to talk about a very specific kind of prayer. Because uh, I feel like in the church, if we had to like have a pie chart of the kinds of prayers that we pray on, on a weekly basis, we do a lot of what I would consider like uh, petition type prayers. Where and, and God wants those. He wants to hear the the desires and the needs of his people, of his children. Um, he really does want you to come to him. Mind you, he already is fully aware of all of that, but it's in us uh coming to him in, in need and, and crying out to our loving father that we are in in need of these things that, that creates this connection, this relationship with God and God works in that, right? So he wants that. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing that we typically just come to God in our prayer time with our wants and our needs and our desires. But what I am saying is that um there's another kind of prayer, and, and I've experienced it personally, where God can work in a whole other way, and it's this really big, powerful kind of moment, uh, and it's it's the complete opposite of kind of what we would normally pray on a Sunday morning. Uh, and I'm kind of talking—I don't even know what the exact term is for it. I used to teach a class. I actually planned on teaching it in the spring. Uh, on a book called The Sacred Way, and it was about ancient prayer practices, and this was just one of them. This is, uh, you had a lot of ancient church fathers, a lot of people who had really extrapolated some of the deepest theology that would come out of the Bible, uh, came to these uh, conclusions and came to these thoughts after great extended moments of this type of prayer, uh, where they would go isolate themselves out the woods, and then what they would do is they would have a very silent sort of meditative prayer life. And here's how this will work. Here's what I want. I'm going to leave you all with this. I'm going to kind of walk you all through these steps. And then I would really, really encourage you guys uh, to, to try it out. And uh, you, know, you can go follow me on Twitter at BurnTheBone77 or on Instagram at TheMikeMilani. That's M-I-L-A-N-I. Um, I, you can get to all those pages on uh, the, my podcast website. Um, If you follow me over there and you you do try this, you you decide you want to try this particular prayer practice and you're struggling with X, Y, Z, reach out to me, let me know. I'd love to talk you through it. Like I said, uh, I've gone through this class a few times and uh, I feel like it's particularly special, near and dear to my heart. And I'd love to to share in that with you. So how this works, I want you to find uh, a nice, quiet place in your house. I admit right now with everybody being on lockdown that's probably at a a bit of a premium but I I feel like you can do it. Find a nice quiet place either maybe it's early in the morning, maybe it's later in the evening uh, where you can sit comfortably, uh, kind of dim the lights or turn the lights off and uh, what you're going to do is just take some nice slow deep cleansing breaths and I want you to just sit there and rest in God's presence and how that's going to look and feel is the real effort we're going to make here is we're not going to think about anything now I, I'm going to create some space here where we can all realize how crazy that sounds right I know me personally the very first time I tried to do this I didn't realize how many thoughts were constantly running through my subconscious until I tried to not think any of them and then it's like it was nothing but a white noise I had a bus station inside my head it was it was crazy right um, But I'll, I'll tell you, this is a little bit of testimony. I got to the did this for Lent one year. So, you know, uh, 40 days, not counting Sundays, of course, and all the way through um, to Easter. And then by the time Holy Week had rolled around, I started out that, you know, um, the beginning of Lent, uh, Ash Wednesday, and could not do any of this. Could, was constantly thinking, felt like I was going crazy. And then by the end of, um, you know, Lent, toward that Holy Week, I found myself in my prayer time just laid out on the floor, completely thoughtless, completely resting in God's presence, and it was it was incredible. Um, and I don't want to tell you what to expect, because clearly we all have a different expression and experience of kind of how God interacts with us in our lives, uh, but I will tell you how this practice works, and I'll let you guys go from there, and I really look forward to hearing from you guys and kind of where this worked out for y'all. But. Um, so you're going to find your chair, you're going to find a nice quiet place in the house, you're going to dim the lights, you're going to take some deep breaths, continue to take this slow, deep, calming breaths, and you're not going to think anything. So when the inevitable thoughts, or probably for my instance, thousands of thoughts pop up, um, the, the technique that these early fathers would use to combat that is they would think of a word or a phrase that best, um, exemplified who God was, what God meant to them, what He had done for them, and they would just use that in kind of a repetitive fashion to chase away any of the thoughts they had in their mind, and then once they realized that the only thing they were thinking was their word or their phrase, they would stop that and it would return right back to the breathing and the resting in God's presence in the full awareness that He is right there with you and that He is mending your soul and He is rejuvenating your spirit Um, So it could be something as simple as God is love, or just the word grace, or peace, or comfort, or strength, or salvation, whatever the word is that most resonates and rings true with your soul. That's the word you would kind of repeat to yourself to chase all the thoughts of. And again, once you realize that the only thing you're concentrating on is your God phrase or your God word, you release that too. You just let it go and you have some deep breaths and you continue on resting in God's presence. Um, I won't suggest a a length to this. I'll say uh, for me, when I started doing it, I couldn't get more than five or six minutes. Um, and It was just kind of overwhelming trying to not think things and trying to chase off my thoughts. Um, So I don't want you to beat yourself up if off the back, it feels very fruitless and you're not really doing good at it. I'm reminded of the Lord's Prayer where Christ tells his disciples that we are to go to God every day for our daily bread. That we are to meet with him every day. And sometimes I would suggest multiple times throughout the day. And the reason I bring that up is... This can be a practice you do every day, and in the daily practice, the daily attempt is just to rest in God's presence, to chase off the thoughts of the world and just have an experience with Him, it will get easier. I can speak, um, for me anyways, I can speak with a high degree of confidence that I've experienced that. It it did change. My thoughts changed, my mind changed, and in those moments I felt a fuller uh, expression and presence of, of God in my life, in those instances, and i I got up and it just it was overwhelmed by his goodness and and he was there with me, and I could just feel it, okay, so maybe maybe I, I feel like I'm going off the reservation here, but it 's a truth it 's a real thing. if we can uh, believe and proclaim loudly that God is with us, He loves us, and he never leaves us, then why can we not imagine or where we pray, and He is literally in the room, in us, with us, filling us up that's that 's the truth. Of this thing that we call relationship with God, uh, so I challenge you guys go find your place, go find your chair, get's nice and quiet, take your deep breaths, pick your God phrase, chase off the thought of the world and uh and let God fully rejuvenate renew you and give you the energy and the endurance to get through anything we have to get through the next uh, for the rest of our lives okay Uh, we're not there is no uh, a deadline other than that either the rest of our lives or Christ comes back it's not the end of the pandemic it's not the end of the election season none of that matters we are going to run this race until our race is complete and this can be a great technique either early in the morning at the end of the night to help refill your tanks Really put yourself in the middle of the presence of God and have him mend you and tend to your broken spirit. I know it's worked for me, and I'm definitely going to take my own advice and hop back into this. And and I look forward to hearing how it works for you. And, and I'll share with you guys next week, maybe how uh, after this week, how I'm doing with all that stuff myself. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with me this morning. Like I said, please go give me a follow-up or on Twitter at BurnTheBone77 or on Instagram at TheMikeMilani. Um, I would love to hear from you guys, and I would love to get some suggestions for topics uh, for the podcast. Um, I'm still tweaking it. I, I know the formula during the week has gotten a little bland, so if you got any ideas, I'd love to hear it. Um, please hit me up. Please subscribe. Please share. And um, just know that I'm praying for all y'all, and I love you, and I will see you all again real soon. Bye-bye.